Welcome back to that episode of Let Me Tell You. I'm your host, Walker Brooks, and boy, do we have some good news today. The Cougars did the unexpected. Yes, that's right. You heard me. The unexpected. They beat the Cal Golden Bears in Berkeley 21-6 for the first time since 2013 for their first conference win of the year. And for what it feels like, the first game in two years, the Cougars didn't blow their 14-6 lead in halftime. It certainly felt like they were trying to, because Delora threw two interceptions in the first half. But honestly, the biggest story of the day, and what should be highlighted, is Calvin Jackson Jr. My guy, Calvin Jackson Jr., hopefully, friend of the show, made the most amazing acrobatic touchdown catch I've seen in the year. Very, I've seen it just years in general. Very reminiscent of to OBJ's three-finger falling back snag against the Dallas Cowboys. At first, the catch is ruled incomplete. Jackson was furious jumping up and down the sidelines. Go to replay. You see the arm go back, snags it as he's falling back, toe taps, corner of the end zone, like a half an inch from being out of bounds, but he gets it down for the touchdown. Calvin Jackson Jr. emerging as one of the best wide receivers on our team. Guess what? That catch, so amazing, landed him the number one play on SportsCenter that night. Boom! Incredible. Breathtaking. A literal work of art. Another wide receiver who is on the young side, who could easily take Calvin Jackson's place when he graduates, Dijon Stribling. Very good. Another consistent pass catcher who doesn't drop many balls. Four catches for 36 yards and a TD. I mean, he's very good. He can easily become a number one option once the three wide receivers graduate. I mean, let's talk about the defensive line. Oh, my word. These guys killed it. Ron Stone Jr., Willie Taylor III, each had a sack. But early on in the first half, I want to describe a play for you. WSU is punting the ball, but it's blocked. Ron Stone, kid from the Bay Area, San Jose area, so a homecoming of sorts, grabs the ball, runs it to the, for a first down. Let me tell you, Ron Stone is fast, but he wasn't running that fast, and he got those te- he got the yards he needed, got the first down. is fantastic. So, I mean, that was a nice moment for the local kid. You always root for local kids to have success. I mean, it was a, it was a good showing. He did a really good job on that play. But Brendan Jackson, the weightlifting phenom, in his third year on the program, balling out two sacks. I mean, this could be his breakout year. He's playing out of this world good. He's already surpassed his career high from the previous two seasons combined. And Brennan Jackson, if he can keep this up, he has a chance to play on Sundays. Because his first year, he's fully a starter, and he's in the rotation, and he's getting meaningful minutes. So if he keeps this up the next year, he could easily get it be a draft pick, third, fourth round, after his fourth year here. But let's talk about guys who probably won't get drafted this year. Max Borgie, I don't want to be, I know this might bum some people out, but Max Borgie has not played very well in the past two years. And not all of it's his fault. It's injuries, it's questionable coaching decisions. I mean, he's battling Dion McIntosh, a very capable back, for minutes. And honestly, if I'm Borgie and I don't pick it up, you know, in the next couple of games, I'm transferring somewhere that is more heavily run oriented. I mean, this should be this should have been a situation where he could succeed. I mean he is fourth place all the time in Cougar touchdowns. No one wants to see Borgie leave. He's a Cougar legend. But if you want Borgie to succeed and get drafted, he should probably transfer to a run heavy offense. I mean even not Oklahoma, but Oklahoma runs the ball a lot more than people think. Like they are QBU, everyone thinks of Baker, Jalen Hurts, Kyler Murray, but they run the ball very efficiently. Heck the SEC and let's stop at the Christian McCaffrey comparisons. I mean he's not I mean, I get it. It's so easy to make that 5'11", 
white running back from Colorado catches the ball in the backfield, but he's not Christian McCaffrey, and it's an unfair comparison. Christian McCaffrey's arguably the best player to come out of the Pac-12 in the last 10 years. There's a lot of pressure to put on the guy. He's not Christian McCaffrey. And I, and I too, have fallen prey to the, oh, he's Christian McCaffrey. He's not. The similarities are there, but Christian McCaffrey was in contention for the Heisman race. He had 1,800 all-purpose yards, if not just rush. No, he had 2,000 all-purpose yards and 1,800 rushing yards or something absurd with Stanford. Borgie's not putting up those numbers. Honestly, he's played better in the Mike Leach offense, getting more options in the air raid, which is strange. But overall, it was a nice win, and it's fun to watch the Cougars play a complete game. And now Cal, Cal's not a world beater when it comes to football. It's not like they had Aaron Rodgers taking snaps. It's not like they had Jared Goff taking snaps. They had Chase Garbers, who's been in the system for a while. He's a decent quarterback. I like the defense held him to sub-200 yards. That's a very nice barometer for success. Next week's match is going to be very difficult as the Oregon State Beavers come to Pullman, having just beat the Trojans in L.A. for the first time since the 1980s, then beating the struggling Jimmy Lake-led Huskies. Now people say, oh, Walker, you just hate on the Huskies. Well, sure. When they deserve to be hated on, Jimmy Lake has done an awful job replacing Chris Peterson. I mean, he was pegged as the golden boy. Oh, it's fantastic. First real year in as the head coach, not doing so great. And it's not like the Huskies, just like the Nick Rolovich situation, it's not like they were left with nothing. The coaches just aren't turning what they have, which is good players, to actually succeed in their new system. Instead of working their system to fit the players, they're trying to force the players to fit in the system, which is not going very well. Now, back to the Beavers. Coach Jonathan Smith, who I've been a fan of for a while, I love when alumni take over programs. I think it's very good. Has the Beavers way ahead of schedule at 4-1. and one. They have a very dangerous running back in B.J. Baylor, who is honestly, I think, an unknown quantity, arguably. I mean, they had Antonio Pierce the last year, and they had a really good running back. And now they have B.J. Baylor, who has over 500 yards. But it's nice they don't have a ton of depth at wide receiver which is great for the Cougs, who have arguably six or seven deep there, which means we can just run out fresh wide receivers to tire out the defensive back, which is great. So this is a great win. There's not a lot to critique and a win. Better stories always in the losing locker room, but let's take a look around WC as a whole. Look at the other sports. Soccer. A little bias. I love soccer. They swept the Mountain Schools this weekend. Now they're, they only have one loss, and that's the Seattle U, so they're playing well. They should be undefeated. It's very disappointing. They will then play Stanford and Pullman on Thursday. Check it out, please. Volleyball fell to the LA schools, losing to UCLA on Sunday. The UCLA Mac Mays. Oh, I'm sorry. The UCLA Bruins, who literally... I mean, yes, they did beat us. They have one player who's really good, Mac May. They beat us in five sets. Cougars had the lead, couldn't close out. Then swimming, I'm not the PA for that, so I'm excited. Was able to beat the nearby rivals, Idaho Vandals, and we'll take on Fresno State next week. That's all. Go Cougs, and hope to have a great interview coming out this week for you guys. Listen, I love Walker, but he looked like he was 18 or 19. He looked like a young guy. Ben, you should have done this guy right. What, I get him a stripper? What do you want no, me to do here? I, mean, I get him a prostitute? What 